This is a record, a re-recording of the sermon that was preached uh, for Tracy Miller's funeral this past uh, um, this past Saturday, uh, and so uh, I meant to record it during the service, but I did not get the iPad up and running in time to do so. So I am recording this from the office. Uh, grace, peace, and mercy to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, the text that this is going to be based off of is taken from uh, Acts chapter 16, verse 31, which writes, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. That is the text. A couple weeks ago, the fam you, the family, were knew that Tracy was going in for a funeral, that he was I mean, going in for a surgery uh, for intestinal blockage. And as far as you knew, it was going to be pretty routine. Think he was going to go in, there's going to be some recovery time, but ultimately he should come home. And there was, wasn't that long before, that you, during that time that you were sitting up, talking with him, and then a blood clot happened. And his health quickly declined. And he eventually died on November 1st, 2017. See, so that's the world we live in. This world of death. But death is ultimately but a symptom. I was thinking about this story you guys, were, the, your, the family was telling me when we met at the nursing home, or at the funeral home. And the story was about how uh, Tracy did not much care for uh, going to school. And one day he was, uh, when he was supposed to be going to school, he was hiding behind the bushes. And apparently he did this on multiple occasions. And I kind of had to laugh at this story because of the fact that I myself, when I was a kid, and I was um, on a little league team, I really didn't much care for that little league team. And I decided instead of telling my parents, hey, I don't want to play anymore, uh, I instead decided to hide in the bushes and not, not go. And kind of throwing money out the window that my parents paid for me to be on little league. So, my temptation as I he heard that story is to say, well, great minds think alike. Well, I may, great minds do think alike, but I don't think that was an example of great minds thinking alike. Rather, it is an example of how the sinful nature manifests itself in both of us from a young age. You know, we all are infected with sin and the reason why Tracy had to go in for surgery it's a consequence of sin if there's no sin there wouldn't be any sickness there would be no hospitals there would be no doctors or nurses you wouldn't need them because nobody would get sick because but because we live in a world of sin because sin does in fact exist and because all of us are infected with it in one way or another, it is because of that that we are sick. It's because of that 
that Tracy died. As I was working on this sermon, on this message, I was trying to find some music. And the reason, again, is it was mentioned that Tracy really liked music. And so Leonard Skinner was thrown out there, and so was the Eagles, and so uh, Tom, uh, Tom Petty. And so I was looking at, you know, these various musicians, these singers, and there's some great music to listen to. I love the Eagles. Um, and some good Leonard Skinner music. And so I was listening to some of it, reading some of the lyrics, and trying to find if I could rope one of them in um, into the sermon. And, well, none of them could quite work. But I was reminded of how uh, Doreen, his mother, was telling me about how he introduced her to George Strait. And George Strait has one song that I thought was perfect for the message today. And the name of the song is Love Without End, Amen. Begins in the first verse where George, he says, I got sent home from school one day with a shiner on my eye. Fighting was against the rules and it didn't matter why. When dad got home, I told that story just like I'd rehearsed. Then stood there on those trembling knees and waited for the worst. And he said, let me tell you a secret about a father's love. A secret that my daddy said was just between us. He said, daddies don't love their children every now and then. It's a love without end. Amen. The second verse continues. When I became a father in the spring of 81, there was no doubt that stubborn boy was just like my father's son. And when I thought my patience had been tested to the end, I took my daddy's secret and I passed it on to him. I said, let me tell you a secret about a father's love. A secret that my daddy said was just between us. He said, daddies don't lo just love their children every now and then. It's a love without end. Amen. So this is, so those are the first few hint songs and this is verses. And this is where it really comes in. And it's very perfect because this is a story that we can say of ourselves. Because we look back on us, our lives. We look at those Ten Commandments and we start going through them. And, you know, shall not covet. You shall not bear false witness. Notice, you so notice, you should always be content with everything you have. So whenever you're not content or uh, whenever you lie, uh, whenever you look lustfully on another, whenever you are hateful or angry or bitter at another person, whenever you disobeyed your parents or anyone in, in authority over you, you know, you go through all these lists of things that we do, you realize that one day we will stand outside those pearly gates. So it says here, Last night I dreamed I died and stood outside those pearly gates, when suddenly I realized there must be some mistake. If they knew half the things I've done, they'll never let me in. That could be a refrain from all of us. The thing is, is God doesn't, he knows everything you've done. From every, every right down to the, every, the smallest, tiniest, little, bittiest thought that you don't even remember that you thought. He knows all of it. 
And so when it says, let me tell you a secret about a father's love. A secret that my daddy said was just between us. He said, daddies don't love their children every now and then. It's a love without end. Amen. See, the truth is, yes, we are sinners. If we say we have no sin, the truth is not in us. We deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. It is true that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but it is also true that God so loved the world that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. It is true that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. See, many years ago, Tracy was brought to the font and the pastor said, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And in that moment, Tracy received a robe of righteousness. A white robe that was made white in the blood of Jesus, in the blood of the Lamb that was shed when he died on the cross. So that when Jesus, so when Tracy would breathe, breathe his last breath, on this earth, he began to breathe the breath of the Holy Spirit. And as, he, as his hearing faded from this earth, he began, it opened up to hear the song of the angels. And as his eyes opened up for the first time, opened up again, he was looking upon the face of our Heavenly Father. And he could feel the warm embrace of Jesus welcoming him into heaven. For you see, when he died, he became a member of all the saints who from their labors rest, as you heard in that, in that song. Listen to the words, it says, And when their fight is fierce, the warfare long, Steals on their ear the distant triumph song, and hearts are brave again, and arms are strong. Alleluia, alleluia. See, I like those words talk about fight is fierce, warfare, a lot perfect for a man who spent his entire life working in the, you know, spent much of his life working for the military. This man who is a, a veteran, a hero of our country, is. The warfare of this life, the tribulation, the great tribulation that's referenced in Revelation 7, it has passed. And now he is made strong again in the presence of Christ. Where there's no hunger, no thirst, no scorching heat, no blistering cold, no tears, no sadness. It has all passed away to never be again. So for you, his family, as you grieve the loss of your son, your brother, your uncle, I urge you to come to this table when you can. Because at this altar, at this supper, where we have the Lord's Supper, the body and blood of Jesus, in with and under the bread and wine for the forgiveness of sins, you are united 
to Tracy. Because you see, Trace, where Tracy is now is he is in the presence of Christ. And where is Christ but where his word is spoken? And where his supper is celebrated? He is in that incredible feast. And there you are united to Jesus just as Tracy is united to Jesus. You who are the church militant, who still exist on earth with one purpose, to tell others about Jesus, are united to the church triumphant, who from their labors rest, who thee by faith before the world confessed. And we wait and long together for the day that is yet to come. The day that when this body of Tracy, which though it's ash, will be made whole again. Remember, God made man from the dust in the first place. And so from this dust, from this ash, he will make Tracy's body strong and mighty again. As it says in that seventh verse for all the saints, it says, Below there breaks a yet more glorious day. The saints triumphant rise in bright ray. The king of glory passes on his way. Alleluia, alleluia. So the day is going to come that Jesus is going to walk through that graveyard. And he's going to go through that cemetery. And he's going to say to each and every single one of them, Wake up. Get up. Tracy, wake up. And you'll hear the voice of his Lord and his Savior. And his body, though it is ash now, will be made whole and strong and mighty as it was ever meant to be. And he will live in a, that yet more glorious day. That is a day that we all look forward to. So until that day comes, be in God's word. Be in his supper. Be where Christ is. In Jesus' name, amen. So with that, here are the remaining verse, verses of that hymn. For all the saints, and if you're wondering, this is recorded from a youth conference down in uh, Michigan a couple of years ago, and I thought it was a good recording of that hymn for all the saints. <laughs>